If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. It's the middle of September and this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And if you're looking to buy a new phone this year, there's a fairly solid chance you've been waiting for September to make your decision. You see, September is the time when Apple announces its new iPhones, and this year was no different. It was September 10 in America, or the very early hours of September 11 in Australia, and that saw the launch of the new iPhones, among other things. There were three of them, much like we all expected, because there have been lots of rumours, and many of them were spot on. There were three new iPhones and no more Roman numerals, as the iPhone XR, XS and XS Max, read as XR, XS and XS Max, became the iPhone 11. Not the iPhone II that you might think, but the iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro and iPhone 11 Pro Max. Yeah, the names aren't exactly Apple's best, but the hardware is. No matter which one you choose, there's a new processor, the Apple A13 Bionic, which is up to 20% faster than last year's. On the more budget-focused model, and budget is a fairly loose term here, the iPhone 11 replaces the iPhone XR, getting the same 6.1-inch LCD screen, but with a slightly different body made from some highly resistant glass, water resistance and all. The camera is where most of the changes are, as one becomes two. The one camera on what was arguably Apple's best phone last year, the XR, can now go ultra-wide and standard in the iPhone 11, giving you a little bit of room as you move out. There's also a bigger camera up front, and it can do slow-motion selfies, for whatever that's worth. Of course, it's not the only phone Apple's releasing, and there's also the iPhone 11 Pro and Pro Max, names that don't come off very Apple, especially since we've lost that whole plus moniker moving forward. A little bit different, they're actually closer to the iPhone XS range, which has now been retired. The iPhone 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max are basically the same as each other, except one is bigger than the other one. The iPhone 11 Pro is a 5.8-inch phone, like the XS, while the iPhone 11 Pro Max is a 6.5-inch phone, like the XS Max. And they're similar because they sport similar bodies. That newly upgraded A13 chip, and not just two cameras now, but three. On the 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max, you can go ultra-wide, standard-wide, and close giving Apple much the same flexibility as what we're seeing from other phones this year, including those made by Samsung, Huawei, LG, and others. The camera design is also quite interesting because it takes up a bit of a square bump at the back. It may not appeal to all, though it does look a little bit like a Bolex 16mm film camera from the 1930s. It's definitely unique, and given how many brands are using the vertical camera approach Apple tried in the iPhone XS range, it makes sense why Apple is trying something different. Remember that Apple's slogan from 97 to 2002 was, Think Different. So we could just be seeing that from the iPhone 11 Pro's camera design. As to how it performs, we can't tell you yet because we don't know. The Galaxy Note 10 Plus was a great phone, but it didn't have an amazing camera. And so far, the camera to beat is from the Huawei P30 Pro. But that may not matter. Apple just has to match it or get close. And really, it just has to beat Samsung's camera to grab people. There's also a new iPad this week, as the standard iPad not only sees a bigger size, but support for the Apple Smart Keyboard Cover, making it just that much more versatile for folks who want to write on it. At $529, it costs a little more this year, but not really enough to complain about. There's also a new version of the Apple Watch, sporting a screen that will always stay on and a compass, because that's still a thing. Apple's new bits and pieces weren't all that was new, because Sonos cut the cords on speakers this week, unveiling the wireless Sonos Move. Now, the Move is interesting because it's both a Bluetooth speaker and a wireless Sonos, meaning it can do multi-room. And honestly, it sounds great. It's bigger than you might expect, bigger than the Sonos One, which is interesting because it looks a little like one in pictures, but it's still quite big. And yet it's also fairly portable and out later this month. 
There's also a new Bang & Olufsen speaker, a very pricey special edition in the Bio Sound 1 New York edition, if you have a spare $2,700, of course. And Huawei has new wireless noise-cancelling earbuds coming. There's clearly a lot happening and a lot coming, and the back half of this year is going to be very interesting for technology. Hey, if you can believe it, we still have more phone launches to get through. Two of them, at least. Lots to look forward to, all in the lead-up not just for Christmas, but for 2020 next year. So much to get excited about. But that's all that we have time for this week on the show. So you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. You can find out about the stuff on this show and more at thepicker.com.au website. Plus, a new episode of The Wrap can be found every Friday on Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care.